0: Awesome. ¡Bienvenido!
1: Oh my god! I'm so excited to be here again. I know, dude. It's been I, a hot fucking minute. Yes, okay. I feel like oh my gosh, I haven't filmed in some time because we did a part one and part two. Yes, so that, that was, was like fully one. loaded with our cousins. It, it was yeah. so yes. So thank thank you guys for being here and for another episode and for watching us and for being loyal and being patient with yes. us. So here we are with another episode. So should full, we initiate? Full disclaimer: Last episode, we okay there was a bottle
0: (laughs) yes there was (laughs) there was a bottle of tequila at the beginning of the night that my cousin brought as a celebration the fact that he was going to be invited to the podcast yeah the bottle was empty at the end of the night you guys saw that in the film (laughs) yeah just so you guys know by the end of the podcast we had killed that bottle and brenda wasn't drinking because she was driving yeah. So three people killed a bottle. So just know, <laughs> tengonos paciencias y como que se nos calentó la sangrita. Sí. Things like that. Entonces, pues Hey, así. you know
1: what? We had a great time. It is what it is. We had yeah, an amazing time. Yeah, it was amazing time. time.
0: Cantamos. No manches. Como <laughs> se me salió en la vocecita. Pero le echamos ganas and I'm really happy that así I did that. Es,
1: I love it. I love it so I had, a, I had a blast. But, I really had a blast. Um, como Como siempre, we should initiate the way that we always start. So, cheers to Salisita. everybody. Once again, I am repping my El Paso. I feel like last time I was I've repping my El Paso. One. Never been
0: to Vegas. <laughs> and I, I don't want to go to Vegas until I travel the world. But,
1: but I'll you go, go to go. Vegas here. Cheers. cheers. Jesus.
0: Lord, Daddy, Jesus Christ. Woo! Jesus, I feel like my liver's been a little bit. Oh God, Michelle,
1: is not me? Wow. Are we getting old? What's going on? Yeah, we're getting old, man. Maybe ooh. it's one of those days. Maybe Usually those it comes chills. down,
0: and I'm just like, ooh, qué pasó, qué lo qué pasó, que, que se
1: You would think that after you know, like. You age and then like yes. you drink all of this amount of liquor, you feel like your body is like now used to it. Yes. But I feel like the older I get and the more I consume, the more it fits like Arr! I don't know how I feel about this, Michelle. We're not 21 anymore.
0: Michelle, yeah, no antes. Yeah. I had a really I honestly had a really short phase of wanting to like party hard. Yeah. I really did have a short phase. I did yeah. it for like five minutes. Like I did it for, like, like I come from a conservative family, and I come from a very traditional cultural family.
1: Yeah,
0: ustedes lo saben, and so I I had a moment where I moved out and I went to school and I partied hard. Yeah. But that lasted for a little bit, and then I realized, wow, my parents were right. I really well, don't. you got
1: it out of your system. I you know, at did. some point you have yes. to. Like, I feel like you have to go out and you have to experience that to fully get it out of your system. Because yeah. otherwise, you're never going to learn what it's like, and you're never going to learn whether you like it or not. So exactly, yeah, that was good. I I, feel,
0: I liked it for like that five minutes. That, that five I've minutes that it lasted. It, but-
1: my I bacon, feel like for me it, it didn't come until I was after 21. I feel like that phase didn't fully like didn't kick in full charge until I was maybe about 23 years old. What I do you like, think
0: what do you think changed in that time? Like after you hit
1: 21 was bro, it the fact that you just could go out or no, what, what was You want to know what it was? I took everything so serious, man. She oh yeah, she,
0: she She hella did you guys. Like, she really did. She I, was a very you grew up really fast. Michelle. I did.
1: And you know, and I feel like in a way, I don't know, like I, I just I felt like I took everything so serious. Like, I was never I think I don't know if I've mentioned this in the podcast in the past, but um, I was very much nightmare driven versus dream driven. So for example, what does I didn't that mean Let me clarify what that means for me is for me is that I was not motivated. Like I wasn't chasing a dream. I was more like running away from the nightmare. I knew exactly Um. what I didn't want. So then therefore I busted my ass and I knew That I had to do whatever I needed to do in order for me to not end in my nightmare. So I did whatever I had to do. So I legitimately celebrated my 21st under my own roof of my first home. Because I legitimately have purchased cheers. a cheers yes, to cheers to that. Thank you. I cheers feel like it's that. one of my greatest accomplishments. So I literally celebrated my 21st birthday under the house that I had bought at 20 years old. I bought my first home at 20. Yeah. And sure, it is a great accomplishment. I don't want to take away from that. Yeah. However, I did feel like I was just so serious. Like yeah. I was just so focused that I think that. Somewhere along, you know, that journey, I forgot to have a little bit of fun. So when I was, you know, 22, 23 or whatever, it's when I fully realized I was like, oh, my God, there's nightlife. Oh, my God. There's bars, there's clubs, there's dancing. This is exactly what I enjoy. And And I feel like that's when I started to like really go out and do it. And then pandemic hit, of course. And now I feel Stop. like I can't do that, Stop. but we
0: could still perrear poquito. Y, I see. Pero obviously
1: it's,
0: falta. It's, it's obviously very different now, but yeah. I feel like in that time, you, you guys also have to understand Michelle, Michelle is immigrante. She's first generation, but she's immigrant. So see, oh, excuse me. I was my, my dog <laughs> was trying to burn right now. Excuse my pardon my manners. Um, Pero, you can't blame yourself for being a you know nightmare. It is a product of your environment of my struggle, upbringing. Of coming, Michelle, you came to a country that you didn't know. Yeah, that you weren't born into. Like right. you didn't speak the language. Like we were your support system for we Sometime. could we could only support you uh, un, like this much right yeah. a certain amount. Pero yo siento que. And when you are exposed to like more traumatic events or you have a rougher upbringing, Mm -hmm. you formulated a defense mechanism Mechanism that
1: I was more motivated to the nightmare than the actual like chasing the dream because I had no idea what I wanted to do. Yes. But I did know that I didn't want to end up in a place or that I was working uh, hard to avoid being in the places for my future family in the same places that I was yes. w- growing up. Yes. And um, pero cuando me acordé que pues era joven y que como que un poquito bella, no sé, como que ahí tenía mi
0: rechula. Uh, pues, se acordó que estaba re chula? Me, arre, me,
1: me peiné, como va esa canción de Ozuna, se preparó, me, se, puso se puso linda, linda su amiga llamaba. Salió de rumba, nada le importó. Así me sentí. Así se sintió. <risa> Osuna escribió la
0: canción después de Pensando, Michelle. Pensando, ¿sabes okay. qué? Sí,
1: pensó Osuna. ¿Sabes qué? Aquí está la, la Michelle, así es como se siente. La Michelle se siente y que la se quiere
0: preparar. Sí. No para el estudio, no carrera, sí. Pero para la carrera, sino para el perreo.
1: Uh-huh. <risa> Exactamente. O sea, como que toda la vida se dedicó a todo lo demás, menos al perreo. Y como que no. Quieres
0: salir, fumar. Beber, subir un video, para qué lo vea Ya salió otra que está bien chingona, eh, la de la de Sal y de... Perrea. Sal y Perrea. Wait, pero hay una. Ah, dice bien ¿No la nueva de Becky G o algo así. No. Creo que él acaba de
1: sacar una nueva canción la Becky la G. La Becky G. Pues
0: siempre saca las canciones bien bonitas. Sí, pues. Pero no sacaron una canción de Sal y Perrea. Este, la la rola está buena. Este, cuídense. Disfruten y cuídense, así dicen. Ah fuck, I have to bring it up. I'll bring it up next time. Sí. But it's a it's a song that's like "Disfruten para cuídense, de quién? De quién?" Puta, it's in it's in baila reggaeton. It's in the baila reggaeton oh, Spotify okay, playlist. Okay, okay, I don't okay. know the, name I of the
1: song. I got us. I got us. Oh. I pay for Spotify. I pay my bills.
0: Bring, baila perreo. Ah. Sali perrea. Sali perrea.
1: Wait, but is it on the baila perreo playlist? Yes, it's baila. No, it's baila reggaeton. Oh, baila reggaeton. There's a perreo playlist and a baila reggaeton playlist. Baila reggaeton. Sali
0: perrea. Is it La Nueva de Bad Bunny? Yoganui. <laughs> Yonagui. <laughs> How
1: do you pronounce?
0: that? Yonaguni. <laughs> yo yo no agoní, yo no agoní fui, yo no fui. Dile yo no fui. No, sal y perrea, sal y perrea. It's so there's a verse in it that says Va. like take care of yourselves. cuídense. And it was such a beautiful thing to me. I don't know what for me as a woman I que uh, alguien que me diga, vea a perrear, pero cuídate. I think that's beautiful. Pe- y perrea. I think it's beautiful.
1: Purrito, purrito, apa, no.
0: Okay, we're not bueno, in Christmas whatever. yet, okay?
1: But yeah. when well, we have a Christmas episode. Pues ahí está la canción. If you guys know the song, perrea. maybe, hey, you know what? If, yes. you, if you're if you watching this on YouTube, comment down below. Please tell Escúchela. us what the name of that song is. It's Sal y Perrea. La canción se Sal llama... Sal y Perrea. Yes,
0: se llama Sal y Perrea, pero... It the is. is
1: by Sech. Sech. Search. Sech. Yeah, yeah. No I'm going to sing... Hey, you guys, I'm going to be at Baja Beach Fest. <gasps> in august he's gonna be there? the first weekend and he will be there i ching emocioné. Yeah, yeah he will be there um and uh i'm very excited because i feel like it's m- gonna be my first music festival since this whole pandemic happened and i'm very excited i'm gonna see a bunch very- of these reggaetoneros osuna will be there jay balvin daddy will be there um maluma won't be there but i've already seen maluma anyways but <laughs> moving on Thank so you so much happy. again for being here, guys. Um yes. Before we get too yes. sidetracked, I know yes. you had some topics that you wanted yeah. to discuss. And yes, I know you had, we, we were just right before filming this, we, we were, were talking, talking about, about a few things. And as you guys know, we always like to come on here and share it with you guys because we can only hope and pray that maybe yeah. some of you guys are going through some of the same thing that we're going through. Yes. And we're just here to basically voice it out and talk about it yes, and see how we feel and give perspective.
0: It's, not, it's it's not talked about enough. Yeah. And I think this today's subject will it it stemmed mainly from events that happen in our lives, but I think that also you know we go through things. We do things that lead us to thinking about other things, mm-hmm. right? right? So we just went camping.
1: Yeah, we did. It was so much fun. For the first time, I
0: went camping with the first time we went camping was with your family, but yeah. it was...
1: That wasn't camping, bro. It was not camping. No, mommy's <laughs> way.
0: Do you want to explain, Michelle? You explain to them
1: how, what, what the situation was like. It, it was like was back a to back park. To, Yeah, it was like a park. It was where, a trailer park. Yeah, basically. It was just kind of like, um, bro. hey come and park your RV or park your whatever (laughs) we were playing and set up your tent and and it's literally next to each like you're you're not too far away from the city so it was kind of like not even camping I feel like when you go camping you go out into the wilderness I don't know for some reason I just have this perspective of that we were next to please don't take this offensively but I'm gonna just say how it is we were next to white trash. We were next to no white trash. And
0: we're not even exaggerating. Like, like this woman was yelling at her fucking 10 year old daughter. The little girl was like mad at her. Right. I'm so not she's joking. No, like fit. we're
1: when we're literally saying she's 10. We're literally meaning she's like, this she's little girl 10. is a fucking little girl.
0: Yeah. She's yelling at her mom. Her mom's hella mad. She's yelling at her mom. I don't want to be here anymore. She's like, I want to go with my dad. And then this bitch turns around and tells her 10 year old daughter. Why? So he can molest you again. I'm like, bitch, what in the cousin fucking Betty Crocker Tarnation shit is this? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you telling her? Yeah. Ten year old girl. We're just that, trying
1: to make some s'mores, man. Man, we thank God my parents don't speak English, bro. I thank was just God. like they were like, what the fuck are they yelling about? And the, the cousins, they had loud music 24 seven. And listen, I'm all about music because I'm love, that person. and We love country and we do we love country but the thing is is that they were it 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 was just a whole different vibe man no, no it wasn't it and Mm-mm. we were just like if Mm-mm this is this. camping we don't want it no <laughs> so we, i fucking
0: hated that I yeah. was like,
1: this is not fun but i mean we were little you too. know what we floated down the river that was awesome that i was really fun. i feel okay. like i really really being enjoyed that this,
0: being in the campsite was not fun But floating down the river was fun for sure.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: But anyways, that was a fucking shit show of a camping trip. So this was our official camping trip that we took with my brother, my sister, Michelle, Christian, Miriam, Chris, a bunch of different people. Denise came. Julie came. um, And we set up a tent. And it was a beautiful experience, right? We set up our tent. We were out in nature. We were at Lake Berryessa. Christian has a boat. I don't have a I don't have the right type of white friends. None of them have a boat, but my homie Colombian yeah, we,
1: um, The Colombian is the one that has a boat. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we have a boat and it's so awesome to um, yes. take it out and enjoy. And we were like, let's take it out camping. Yes.
0: No, it was Why such not? an amazing experience. We were there, we were cooking out. I was just like, how do I explain this? The people who know me will look at me in a campsite and be like this bitch is in her zen i was in my zen being out in nature and oh may i have another oh oh sorry i apologize i'll take a half a short place okay being out in nature is my zen
1: wait wait pause did you want me to refill it to just for you half, to sip halfway. or uh, you want me to give you a full so you can just like sip through yeah give me a full so you can yeah, sit sorry give me to for, the black line it's crucial times yes, right now yes wait plus it's halfway he,
0: So I'm a camping, I'm a tomboy. And if you haven't noticed that, then I don't I don't know if you can I don't know if you know how to read people, but I'm a tomboy. And my cousin here, she (laughs) she mm, I don't know, right? So I was in my zen, I was hella happy waking up at fucking six in the morning and shit. Tell me why. (laughs) <laughs> that's right Michelle okay she, go ahead and finish okay. your story okay Michelle's gonna talk about what Michelle was like at a campsite but I would never ever ever go camping with any other person because Michelle is just this fucking team player you're my best friend you're more than my best friend you're my sister you're my cousin you're my blood yeah. I, don't even fucking, I don't even know how to describe you bitch but I love you We're <laughs> well, doing I love this,
1: you too this stuff. I, yeah.
0: but I love you but like I wouldn't go camping with anybody else. Yeah. But we're two very different people. We are. Different I, energy. I'm the bitch that'll wake up at five in the morning and start fucking cutting some wood. To
1: th- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but yes. Uh, Michelle, <laughs> how was your camping experience? Okay, okay so so Michele- we went camping, right? And so we get there, we set up our tent. So she sets up her tent. Um, we have another buddy of ours, which we really hope to have him in the next episode yes yes um he sets up his tent and then we christian and i set up our tent right so we bring an inflatable mattress because we decided we have so many of them that we were like hey you know what i don't have a sleeping bag we only have one but a air mattress is gonna do us good so we brought it well tell me why this bitch starts to deflate as the night goes on right okay so
0: mattress that was supposed to be for like yeah her glamping style mattress. yeah exactly so it's like
1: one of those like not even the like little the ones it's like the fucking tall ass. one that i'm just like okay this bitch should last well no let me just tell you it deflated and then since it's tall you ended up in like it's it was like a hammock almost you know you're like oh
0: like i can't explain i was
1: but the baby kept hearing things throughout the night so he goes do you hear that ideas it was when if anybody out there knows that when you're in an inflatable mattress it like shifts and it has you basically like you're in a trampoline okay so basically he gets up and then he like and every time he got up I'm like just bouncing everywhere so I cannot sleep so she says but yeah
0: <laughs> we don't know what other movement was going on and
1: that meant, no all right. sadly not the good stuff i wish it would have been the good stuff but i was it, it, it was just uh, yeah i was uh, not sleeping i woke up several times throughout the night and then i had to use the bathroom it was just like i didn't get any sleep michelle how was peeing in the bushes for you oh it's my it's it's just second nature to me i think so too huh yeah because you know i uh, I'll, I'll, go, I'll get back to that, but let me finish that. So basically Christian gets up a couple times and he keeps me up because he, it, the raccoons were fucking taking our marshmallows, man. And you can hear them. And so he yeah, went out there hungry. a couple times and, um, finally it's five in the morning and I'm finally able to like sleep after waking up throughout the night la mañana and right outside her tent nada. oh pues si sí, es que fíjate no sé about law school toda la conversación up until like 7.30 or 8 yo escuché todo
0: me and Julie woke up really early right yeah right outside my tent and I'm like Julie and I slept on a, on a little inflatable mattress that they gave us and yeah. it was really comfortable and I, I don't I don't glamp Um, but there was eye covers that I had that my sister gave me for Christmas. And so I was like, I'm going to use these to try and fall asleep sooner, bitch. I knocked out quick. So we woke up at six in the morning with hell, bitch. I was so excited. So I was really excited to be camping. She was. I was like, it's
1: not my house. And it's not her fault the night I had, but I basically like unzipped my tent and I came out like.
0: We started cooking. So we, me and Ricky woke up, w- me and Julie woke up. We were fucking talking. We made coffee. Yeah. And then me and Ricky start cooking and Michelle comes out. She's like,
1: this happened. This and this and this. And I was like, I was just that? being like a grump ass. Like I was but bro. Grumpy I
0: was, of the day. I feel like it wouldn't have been a camping trip. If, if one of us wasn't like that though. Yeah.
1: And, I really would. <laughs> and so get this right. So I had pre-chopped everything <laughs> already. Like, I stayed up late the day prior to us going camping and I chopped all the bell peppers. I chopped literally everything in hopes that, um, you know, we didn't have to do so much work. Y cuando me desperté, es que me me levanté porque escuché, oh, I'm going to start chopping this. I'm going to start chopping. I'm like, no, stop. I already did everything. A pesar de que la pobrecita no durmió. Ajá. Me levanté. Yo
0: y mi carnal. Yo y mi carnal my older brother, somos bien acomedidos.
1: They are. They really are. You motherfuckers take us to a camping trip. You know what? Next time, I'm some, not even going to pre-prep anything because si viene la tita y el Ricky, We're bien acomedidos and we're just like,
0: like, ¿qué ocupas? ¿Qué falta esto? lo otro? Like, I was ready to. They're ready
1: to fucking perform a show. Yeah, we're ready to build a house. Do business. Yeah. Yes.
0: So we mean we mean business when we're camping. Um but we're I was just like falta que se necesita we're, we're somos servidores. Right. Familia, yeah. servidora. I am fucking amazing host, yeah. servidora. E, yeah. y, y so we're always thinking about la otra persona right so yep. we're we're over here we're camping we're like cutting up she's already like no pudo dormir. El pobre de Christian, who was the one that fucking drove us to like bury us up. Oh, yeah. Everything, we unloaded everything together, but it's like, él está bien cansado. He prepped hell of fucking shit aquí en la casa. So he was really tired, right? They woke up from a bad night of rest and Michelle was just like, this and this and this this.
1: I was just not having it.
0: That I morning. didn't sleep.
1: Jeez like, I was just like, No. Bro, I would have been dead. If I would have
0: been dead, when my paciencia is short, my paciencia is short. Just walk away. Just leave me be. (laughs) Yeah. Please leave me be. Yeah. Same. But other than that, no, Michelle, I wasn't talking about that to bring up that. But other than that, the camping trip was fucking amazing. Yeah. We went
1: on the boat. Yeah. I killed a 32 ounce. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So finally after, okay, so listen, all you got to do to kill my grumpiness, you just got to give me food. You got to give me coffee and then that's it. I think I'll be good. Just feed me and give me coffee. I'll be, I'll be solid. Well, we finally get on with our lives and we decide that we're going to finally take the boat out. And this bitch over here, she shows up with this Big ass, what was it? How many ounces? Thirty two ounces. 32 of a Six point
0: ounce. eight hazy IPA from Old Cas Beer. <laughs> if any single human being that is watching our podcast episode has not tried old cast beer in Ronert Park, please I beg of you yep. for the life of me, I ask you one thing. Go and buy their beer. It's fucking amazing. It's local, small batch, really, really good.
1: Yep. Proceed. Yep. I I just I it was so much fun and um basically this bitch comes out she brings out her thing and she just I did I you put ho- in? I put in I put on my little
0: uh my salvavidas because I was going to be drinking and laking. We're responsible. So I don't drink and lake unless I have a salvavidas on, right? My little how do you say it in English? Life
1: uh life jacket? Life jacket.
0: Yeah. Yes. So yo tenía mi salvavidas. Me lo puse. Me metí. Primero me metí. I went pee pee cuz that's how
1: what you do in the lake. <laughs> that's what you do in the lake. Actually they have these floating bathrooms at Lake Berryessa. They're like actually really pretty really awesome. Really
0: really nice, but bitch, you know me. I'm not going to fucking do that. So, went to the bathroom, then put on my little salvavidas, had my old Caz, 32 ounce, didn't know how, what the percentage was. It was so good. It was going down like water. The sun was hitting my face. It was really hot. I was drinking it. 30 minutes later, I've drank thirty-two ounces of six-point-eight hazy IPA. That is equivalent to four hazy IPAs. Yeah, which is in a lot. Thirty minutes, four beers in thirty minutes.
1: Yeah, this bitch. Yeah, so she was done, though. I think I knocked out after that. Yeah, I think we actually like we we came home and then we basically like we all napped. I wanna home? say we went yeah. to our anyway? I mean, <laughs> Listen, hey,
0: hey, you tierra. wanna
1: you wanna hear a funny story actually talking about home. Okay, one time. I, I refer home, like we went back home to where the place that we're sleeping. Okay. So when I mean like yeah, we went back home. I mean like to our campsite one time. This is when I first started dating Christian and I was barely like starting to get to know him, and we were talking. We were boyfriend and girlfriend, not get to know him, I guess we were already dating. And I was staying at his apartment a lot. Mm-hmm. And one time I was like, I think I was like cooking, and I was like, oh yeah. Then we came back home, and I was referencing Christian's apartment. <laughs> and Mike, at the time, his best friend, and now my, one of my best friends too, he was like, Home, Michelle. Oh, and I was like, Wait, what? I was like, and then I got all red because I was actually referencing Christian's apartment as home. I'm gonna cry because they have a house talking about home. I was like, Oh my god, I'm like, Oh. But yeah, I reference home Su wherever I'm sleeping. Sí, mi
0: corazón. That makes sense. I mean, I could totally see that.
1: Yeah. So we went back to the campsite, I should say, and we all knocked out. First, because I was sleep deprived. This bitch drank way too much. Oh, you guys, no mamen. O sea, ustedes tratenlo un día.
0: Traten agarrar cuatro cervezas de 6.8 pa' abajo. Para abajo. I'll even give you like 4% chíngenselas en 30 minutos y a ver si en otros minutos no están bien pinches pedos in the lake bro not even that
1: yeah you're the out in the sun the sun yeah
0: is a killer
1: yeah so if you
0: motherfuckers don't have some bomb ass polarized glasses which after that camp trip I yeah. bought glasses yeah I have some clear ones blue light yeah I, 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 I some, wear some too I every some day polarized glasses because I was like uh the sun will knock you out you can yeah. be sober mm-hmm. and the sun will knock you yep. out
1: yeah, it, it really yeah. does. And I was t- talking to Christian, actually, I got my boater license because I'm like, okay, if we're going to be out in the yeah. boat and I want to drive the boat, I, I went out and I got my boater's license. So I was taking the test and stuff like that. And actually, part of the course, they actually talk about how much um, – energy gets drained out of you and how fatigue can actually affect your ability to drive the boat and it all has to do with the fact that you're out in the sun and the sun really takes it out of you and it's crazy to say but yeah, making sure that you have proper eyewear it's it's crazy I know Ricky, yeah pobrecito pobrecito. the Sunday, right? el segundo día mi carnal no
0: toma mi carnal, mi carnal no toma se tomo una cerveza but he was dead like he was like this (laughs) on the boat after one beer and it was the sun
1: michelle it was the sun it was it was it just killed him it it really was and you know when i first started to go out and go out to the lakes and stuff like that i would not understand why i would feel so fatigued i would literally i was that person that would be like okay we're stopping to eat we would eat and then i'd be like okay i'm gonna go take a 30 minute nap or 15 minute nap i would literally nap <laughs> as we were out because yeah. i literally needed it and yeah. i think that day that you drink and we all napped i think we all napped for like a couple hours i napped,
0: I knocked out well i had yeah. my little lamp- glimpse <laughs> eye cover my cousin took a picture of it once we have our yeah, website up and running we'll post it but yeah my cousin took a picture of it i had my little eye covers and i was hugging a pillow because for me i always have to hug something when i go to sleep Yeah,
1: um, mm. cosita. Cosita.
0: Oh. but it, it just has to be nice and fresh like cold yeah it's nice something to cool my body um and yeah so i <laughs> i knocked the fuck out like really bad but yeah, that camping
1: trip was... Needless to say, we're talking about, like, we got to go do that again. And we got to go camping 100%. again. 100%. And yeah. if you
0: guys haven't been camping, I don't know how much you guys like nature, but I think one of the purposes of this yeah. episode yeah, was talking about how that camping trip really helped. It was fucking... We went through a whole pandemic. Yeah. We're still going through a whole pandemic. We, so,
1: yeah. I, you know, and a lot of, a lot of states are open now, and I feel like they're back to normal. I keep seeing stories of my friends in Texas, like yes. they're going out, and I. Yes, um, one of my good friends posted a video of my favorite nightclub, Malolam and they're literally out there and it's packed oh, like I love back malulam. to you know how things were back in the day she got really that excited no but for real though like i need a trip out there to malulam but here in california we're still under strict ruling until june 15th and, until june, june 15th Eve. but basically out there they're already back to normal and it's crazy to say but yeah that you know we're still here in at least in california we're still yeah. under strict rule yeah i think i think once june 15th opens, comes everything comes around
0: everything's gonna open up yeah gonna be different we're so excited catch I'm, me
1: at pura or bruh. in el paso
0: catch me well actually you guys i will gladly gladly go to a club maybe yeah. twice i'll give you two times
1: i think it i think for you it's really gonna depend on uh, the type of club you go to though yeah because I feel like yeah. you're not about like the night party life, but I feel mm-hmm. like you're about dancing and y un buen ambiente. Like Glen Ellen. Yeah. Glen-,
0: Glen Ellen is my shit. Like I will go yeah. to like a small town bar in the sticks. That gets popping like, though. That gets popping. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love I that. Lo- my style, style is like of-
1: pura malola. Yes. You know, or like a nice country dancing bar where you can actually yeah, dance, not just grind kind of your up. night away. I know. <laughs> you should open a bar up.
0: I know, we should. This past weekend, I was bartending. Bro, I was, when I mean I was she bartending, was killing it. I was literally bartending, like fucking killing it. And yeah. it was just like the music was bumping, I was prepping my shit. Yeah. Music was bumping all night too. I was prep- yep. I was just making some bomb ass drinks.
1: Mm-hmm. She was
0: killing it, fucking man. Fifteen
1: dollar drinks. That like, Cantarito drink that you've seen here. She was fucking killing it that night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it was really it was good. bombed. Up. It was prime, man. Yeah. I just when I saw her, I just I saw this like blossom in her. I was just yeah. like, bro, you're in your element. So
0: my my personality was gone. I wasn't talking to anybody. We didn't have a single conversation. I don't that think night. we
1: did. I was just like. Y la tita no me habló. But you know what? Bro, I then was I analyzed so you. Bitch. I bitch. I went back bitch. and I was like, she was in her zone. No, I was bro. just on the dance for You know, I was trying to initiate a dance party. Yeah. But she was in her zone. Michelle, we didn't have a single conversation. We didn't. I think all you did was give me drinks. <laughs> yeah. I think that was well, our conversation. I,
0: was in, I do catering and I've been a server and I've been yeah. in the restaurant industry just, and I love serving. Anything yeah. that has to do with serving... She Um, enjoys. I enjoy serving these titties. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Mom, dad, if you're watching, I'm glad you don't blur that uh, out. Blur that out. I'm glad you don't speak English. (laughs) But anyways, um, I love serving. So I was, and I was definitely in my zone for sure. Yeah. And that's another thing that I probably, it was probably just my my mental health inability to focus
1: on one thing. So bringing it back, we were talking about like the camping trip, the camping trip that led uh, to the connection to nature yeah, that led correct. to yes. your feels and how it made you feel. I feel how like is that for you. I'm obsessed with nature
0: and I love connecting in nature with Mother like Earth. When I connect with Mother Earth, I connect with God. And when I connect with God, I'm OK. And throughout this whole pandemic, like I mentioned, we went through we're going through it was really hard for me um, to stay inside my house for so long. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this. That's yep. what led me to be, to loving carpentry and woodworking and building and doing projects. Um, but I recently found out some stuff uh, medically about me that I just don't... I It makes sense now. I went to the doctor and I was like, can you please test me for ADHD. Like I feel like I don't focus in a conversation fully a hundred percent. And when people say things, I'm there until I'm not.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't think the normal, so, human, I don't think the normal human being thinks like that. So, um, so with that, now that we're diving a little bit deeper into that topic, um, what, is it exactly because i've never experienced anything like that and i really don't know um how, what that is like Wait. so can you describe what it is like for you when you're having a conversation when you're having well let me counter
0: ask you when you're having a conversation mm-hmm. do you ever get lost in the conversation or are you able Oftentimes, to focus are you, get, or are you able to focus like on everything they're telling you
1: so it really depends Sorry if you're out there and you've had a conversation with me and I've zoned out. I'm sorry, but the the truth is, it really depends because oftentimes I feel like I'm having a conversation, and for the most part, I do pretty good. But if internally I have a lot of things going on, or if I am going through a lot of things where I my mind is elsewhere, then I feel like I can genuinely have a conversation. And I really don't know what we just talked about. So
0: that is, I understand that aspect 100%. If you're Correct. going through it, but Correct. if you're a normal. But if I'm normal. If, no, not Because people going through it are normal. But right. if you are, you're not experiencing any trauma Correct. or anything fucked up That's in your where life, I was going to lead
1: to. But I feel like when, now I'm thinking back whenever I had in, like all the conversations prior to me not um, having my mind be elsewhere. Yeah. Um, I'm there. I'm pretty there. Um, I'm, I'm a very active listener. Um, and I feel like I can focus and I've read some self-development books, so I've been able to also develop a little, I'm not an expert. Okay. But I've been able to develop a little bit of like, okay, so diving deep about a person and just, conversating with someone and then i am I'm, I'm actually able to pick up a few things and mm-hmm. then you're like okay so tell me more about that and like actively listening to what they're telling me and
0: i'm very similar so, to you i'm i'm yeah. very, like so if we're having a conversation about something right i want to know about it like if i don't know about something like a specific field of uh, or subject if it uh, interests you. if it's intriguing to me i want to yeah. know about it and so i'm there but in terms of being able to focus on one thing. I can't do it. And yeah. so my sister was, Kathy was telling me, Tita, you fucking have ADHD. I feel like you have ADHD. And I'm like, nah, bro. I'm just like, I don't, I zone Eres out sometimes. pues. So, yeah. Yo soy so I kept bypassing it and bypassing it and bypassing this idea que yo soy cabrona, yo soy la energética, it's my personality. It's just who I am. I'm this person who, who doesn't always zone in. Right. And so, uh, my sister was like, no bitch, you should go get like checked out. Like seriously. And I finally, I started like, I'm an overthinker and I'm really good at managing, like at planning things, Mm -hmm. but I like to finish. I like to start projects, but I have a very hard time finishing the project. Mm -hmm. Um, I start a project, I don't finish it and I start another project. So this is just a similar pattern like where I start a conversation. It doesn't end, sorry. And I start another conversation or I'm thinking about something else midway through the conversation that we're having. Yeah. Um, and during standardized testing, and there's so many stats on standardized testing and the ineffectiveness of that. But a person with ADHD that is doing or taking a standardized test They are very much struggling and having a very difficult time focusing on that exam. Yeah. I have found myself in standardized testing, reading the question seven times over.
1: Before you can actually process what it's asking you. It's not that I do not
0: understand what it's asking me. It's the inability to focus Focus. on finishing the fucking question. Yeah. And I thought, oh, fuck, I'm just really bad at this. It's not my forte you know yeah. there's things naturalmente you think tengo,
1: uh, tengo defectos i y feel tengo like it's cosas. a lot easier to be like es que me estoy apendejando es que soy pendeja or you know what I, there's things fuck, you're good at. i'm not just right. like
0: great at this there's things you're really good at and there's things you're not really good at
1: yeah right yeah so
0: anything like mechanical i'm not really good at but anything like building creative i'm really good at yeah right right so I always thought in my brain, like, oh, I'm just not good at testing. I'm just not good at this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't really focus in class. I'm just not good at school. And yeah.
1: it was just a lot easier to be like tie a like a a reasonable reason to the, you know, the where you felt like you were you were just lacking or la missing. Yes, Exacto. And just uh-huh. name it and then uh-huh. you were
0: connecting the dots. Yeah. Right. And so my brain is like this. Like it's like a motor running and and you know this. I do <laughs> I do know this. And so I always just thought, "Oh, it's just me. Uh, yeah, it's my identity. Exactly. It's
1: my personality. It's yeah. just
0: tita.
1: Um and you um, yo siempre pensé que eh, era porque you were just super high energy. Yes. And you really are. Yes, hyperactive, yeah. which is what it's called. mamá es que karate, or, como que la en algo Yeah. So that she can focus some of her energy into something, because she's very active. Yeah. And I just always thought that you were just a very active person. I never actually knew what internally in your mind what you had going on because we just always assumed that you were just very high energy
0: and that is the thing that we wanted to discuss it's like this idea this cultural norm of not of and i'm talking about the mexican culture i'm not i'm not from any other hispanic culture i am latina i am hispanic but i am mexicana first
1: right? right
0: so my mexican parents And when I told my dad, Dad, I was diagnosed with ADHD. They're going to start me on medication. They want me to do a trial on different types, see which one is going to be the best for me. Right. And he like listens to me, and then he waits, and then he tells me, "Tú no tienes nada. Tú, tú pon todo en las manos de Dios." And I'm like, "Of course." I will never deny putting any of my struggles or trauma or problems in las manos de Dios Mm -hmm. because I believe in God, of course. Mm -hmm. But if there is a chemical imbalance going on in my fucking brain that I didn't, that I never, I always thought was a normal or I always thought was a part of my my being and my identity and my personality.
1: Yeah,
0: But it wasn't actually something that was
1: medically or scientifically I looked just, at. I just, you know, I feel that um, nowadays the reason why you're, I feel like I see a little bit of both perspectives, right? So if I may just add a little bit of my perspective, I do think that a lot of the times we are very quick to diagnose and label things. Oh, because 100%. How can you, I've, as time progresses and as I got more deeper into like child development and psychology and stuff like that, a lot of the times we don't realize that the brain itself gets developed at different times of your life. And it's different for males and it's different for women. So a lot of the times when a six-year-old boy is misbehaving or is very active and can't control, you know, his actions is because of the fact that the frontal lobe, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but apart, it's not fully developed, which enables a child, uh, at least in the male, you know, mm, gender, uh, to develop that frontal lobe to fully know when to and when it's time to be calm and when it's time to be like behaved right Mm -hmm. so oftentimes when you have a six-year-old boy or a five-year-old boy that's very very active the parents take the boy in to get diagnosed or to be uh looked at because he's very active and they're always they're always very quick to just label it and then just put on meds and then just have the kid just be like a zombie. Right. Mm-hmm. So I get your uh, father's perspective on that um, matter. Yeah. However, I feel like, okay, you're old now. You've had this for your life. And you know that going back in your childhood, Yeah. you know, you recall deep down what it's like there were so many tests there were so many instances in my in my
0: brain where i didn't understand why i was feeling or why i just couldn't focus right and i couldn't zone into one thing or i couldn't listen era desobediente or era activa and this and that and yes it's a part of my personality and my identity and i feel like something like adhd which is like the medical terminology for something the, the way that my brain processes things. I feel like in a, in a way, and I was talking about, th- like I was talking about this with my sister. I feel like in a way, this was what shaped my personality. Correct. My Because ADHD. now you're,
1: you're at a point where now you know that, hey, you know what? I think something is really, yeah, active or going on. You know what I mean? Because, Me, for example, I felt like I always grew up normal and I was always very much like, okay, um, resiliency and being tough and being strong and being this. And I was always mentally tough until Actual traumatic events happened in my life where I genuinely don't understand 100% what I truly have going on. And that's how I really truly know that I have a chemical imbalance, right? And it's really, really tough because sometimes our parents lack a little bit of that information. Where you know yourself that now through education... Yeah, you've learned that there is such a thing as chemical imbalance. And there are times where, you know what, I just really lack a little bit of discipline and I there can focus. Is, and yeah. And then there's times where, like, even if I'm disciplined, man, like, I really don't know what I'm like. I really don't know.
0: And I that's why like, I'm, I guess yeah. I'm asking you what it so, is like for
1: you and your experience. So I I feel like
0: so my my little sister is studying micro and cellular biology. Right. So she is studying. At the molecular level, at the cellular level, she is studying a lot of different things. She's studying about, you know, everything about the body. And so when she's looking at me, she's looking at it from a perspective, a very different perspective, Michelle. She's looking at it from a scientific and educated perspective. Right. when, When you tell your parents, mom, dad. I have depression, I have anxiety, I'm feeling bad, I'm feeling like this, I'm feeling like that. In the Hispanic culture. And the fucking Mexican culture, they dismiss you, it's hard. Yeah. And so I've had to buckle down and I, I've said it once and I say it again, I've had, I have a strong relationship with my parents. Yeah. And so anytime I'm going through it emotionally, I'm not really an emotional person. Mm Mm-hmm. But when I go through it emotionally, my dad doesn't right. like to see me cry. He like, it causes him anxiety to see me cry. He's like, controla yeah. tus emociones, no llores. And I'm like, if I want to cry, I'm going to cry. Yeah. I'm fucking going through it. I'm going to cry. I'm going to feel and like this, this is a form of expression. So when he told me, dismissing science and just putting it all in the hands of God, I'm like, all right. I have fucking, I have fucking cancer.
1: Oh, it's in the hands of God. Fuck it if I die. Yeah. Right. It's like,
0: bitch, you can't fucking think
1: like that. I think that if I may butt in, so I do believe in science. I just want to clarify. I do want to say that. I do believe in science science, and I do believe that if you need to, you know, if you have something going on that you do need to get checked and you do need to get, it, it needs to be addressed. But I think ultimately your mind is so powerful that if you make your mind believe that you you know it's almost like i don't know if you've ever read the book law of attraction and i may just some of you might just be like I no think this bitch is crazy no I some understand. of you might be like mind over matter and yeah this is something that christian and i always talk about because i always tell him like little things affect little minds y si it y tu mind is tan poderosa Si a creer, because your, thought be- your thoughts become, you know, something that you constantly think, right? Yeah. What you constantly think is now a belief, yeah. and what you believe yeah. is how your character gets developed. And what your character develops is essentially who you become. And who you become determines what your future will look like. Yeah. So you have to literally attack your thoughts. And I I want to say that your dad may be trying to and tackle that yes. thought before yes. it actually becomes a thing. However, there's got to be a balance with everything, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you already know that you're mentally tough. Yeah. And you mentally are aware that, you know what, I understand when I need to be focused and I understand what I don't need to be focused. Yeah. And next thing you know, five minutes into a conversation, I realized I wasn't present in that conversation and it happens all the time Yeah. and my mind is elsewhere or your experience. When I, well, when I
0: was talking to you guys about structure, um, when I was talking to you guys about structure and how structure shaped and helped me, how Mm -hmm. having a job and reporting to a job and waking up at two in the morning every single day and going to my job and doing the things that I was doing that helped me. And it's, it's that type of structure that has helped me not only understand, but get through this process of me thinking about mental health in a different way. Yeah. And, Um, I've always seen myself as a very privileged individual. Yeah. And that stems from when you came Mm -hmm. to this country. Mm -hmm. Um, and I see myself as, wow, I, I have a house and I have a roof over my head and I have food and I have all of these things. And so I'm so privileged. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, I speak English and I speak Spanish and, I'm able to go to school while there's people working in fucking 90 degree weather picking grapes right. in where I come from.
1: Yeah.
0: And they'll never get the opportunities that I have. Right? So yeah. for my
1: whole life... I mean,
0: hopefully one day
1: they will. Hopefully
0: one day they will, but sometimes, you know...
1: Esa es la their, vida
0: que les tocó. Esa es la vida que yeah. ellos han aceptado como normal y no tienen esa gana o ese... Or the,
1: la the ability
0: to... de mm-hmm. superarse, mm-hmm. pues. Sí. And so I was talking to my boss about it this morning. And I was just like my whole life, I've seen myself as a privileged woman, as a privileged person. Mm -hmm. Um, But just talking about when I was at the doctor and I was talking to my doctor, I was like, is there any other, you know, clinical studies that can get get done on my brain? Anything else that I could do? Mm -hmm. Any mental health um, access that I have? I have Medi-Cal, so I don't have like kaiser i don't have like the good like the good insurance or whatever Mm -hmm. um and i've always understood that we have a fundamental fucked up system of (laughs) a fucked up healthcare system Mm -hmm. um i studied it in college and i was like oh wow this doesn't affect me because i have medical i fucking i can go to the doctor when i get sick but when i was talking to my doctor and i was asking him all these questions that were really good questions my doctor was like well Our community has really come to a shortcoming when it comes to mental health and mental health awareness. So, and your, your insurance doesn't cover these types of tests. So it's going to cost money. It's going to cost out of pocket. So when you're, that's when you realize, fuck dude. I'm not so privileged as I thought I was. I don't have the resources or the income. I genuinely do not have the socioeconomic status Mm -hmm. to be able to help understand or figure out exactly what it is that's going on with me. Right. And so the last few days after that appointment, I've just been overthinking in my brain like every exam. I knew I wasn't fucking crazy. And that's what kills me because when you yeah. know, when you, you, I'm really good with my gut, right? I yeah. have gut feelings and I'm really good. And I was like, am I just fucking stupid or is this test really hard for me? Yeah. Is it a really hard fucking test? Mm-hmm. Am, am I like, I was having a conversation with my sister and my best friend. And it's like, do I hate you guys? Are you uninteresting or am I just, my brain is out of pocket? I
1: I don't think that it's that you hate them.
0: No, but it's like in my brain, that's me overthinking. Like, are you just not interesting enough for me to be in this conversation with you right now? Or is it that I just, I literally, my brain cannot focus on the conversation that we're having right now. And that's what my sister said. My sister was like, Kathy was like, bitch, you are gone. I'm talking to you and you're gone. I feel like like too. I don't know
1: why. I feel like, okay. So for example... And I mean, I'm not an expert. This is just talking me because of me, okay? Siento que hay cosas en las que yo no estoy feliz conmigo misma. You know, I don't feel happy with myself because of certain tendencies and habits that I have. Yeah. So, siento que you can challenge yourself into thinking that I am going to genuinely try to be present in this moment. Right. Yeah. With make it a challenge for yourself. And we're not fucking psychologists. Okay. This is just me saying.
0: This is me talking about my experience of being diagnosed with ADHD. And I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do about that. Because what if,
1: you know, you could be like, okay, I'm having this conversation. I'm going to, because you know, yeah, that, you actively know that you have perhaps this condition yeah so why don't you try to eliminate what is not what are the things that can potentially trigger this um, I don't want to call it disease but it is a disease it's you a know? mental
0: health illness or whatever correct yeah um, I just think I think that to just to answer your question yeah When I was working in that creative space, and I've Mm -hmm. literally talked about this in the podcast. Yeah. Just describing my personality and my identity and all of these things. Siento que cuando yo estoy en un espacio creativo, Uh artístico... Baile, I love to dance, I love to choreograph, I love to create. Are you able to focus? I am able to focus on exactly what it es is that siento, I'm
1: doing. Siento que estás en tu elemento. Güey. When I am
0: cooking, when I am creating something, when I am cooking, when I am bartending, mm. when I am literally creating something. is You're when just a I different am,
1: breed. I, nobody, nobody can talk to me because I'm just... And, and she's focused. Yeah. And what truly interests you, I'm, you I'm, give it your all. I'm very genuine.
0: When, exactly. someone, is, when someone or something is Interest. interesting to me, mm-hmm. I'm very genuine. I'm like, I forget that I have to censor myself or filter myself and i forget that i have to think about their emotions or feelings too sometimes because i'm like but and sometimes people are like it's about like see. yeah yes yeah.
1: it's but about it's like, like, understand- it's like
0: my mind is like so interested in what the fuck is going on it, that
1: i think it all has to do about like understanding boundaries and understanding where everything is stemming from Right. And going back to what I was saying, I'm only advising some of these things to you because of the fact that when I struggled with my anxiety and my depression, I was doing habits that were not um, helping some of these things. Right. Because I knew for a fact I was going through a depression, I knew for a fact I was going through anxiety, I yeah. knew that I was struggling with PTSD. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, Big yeah. Big time.
1: Big fucking time. Now, I, can, I feel like I'm, I don't have PTSD as severe. However, um, I tried my hardest to develop good things that I knew were going to help me focus on the positive aspect of things. And that is exactly what my the last few days I've been trying to figure out like what it is for
0: you. Finding your niche. There's a really like, there's a, there's a part of me that's really like sad that I've literally been going through this. And I'm not just thinking about myself. I'm thinking about all of the other people who don't have that education and don't have that spark mm-hmm. to question. Why the fuck am I thinking like this? Right. All of the people in my culture, in my community, the people that don't have that education, the first Mm -hmm. we're first generation, bro. Yeah, we we are first generation education. When my fucking kids grow up, they're going to have a very, very, very deep understanding of a lot of these things. But for me, it's like I wasn't crazy.
1: You were not. And I don't think that you are. And 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 I don't think anybody out there is. I
0: thought that I was crazy. Yeah. I thought that I was great. I felt I'm And I'm not trying to fucking pity myself, bro, but I'm just overthinking everything that's been going on, all of my thoughts and shit. And I really feel like I really feel like I have to find other than medication, because I don't want to fucking depend on any medication. Yeah. Because I genuinely believe that taking meds will lead you to taking something like ritalin or adderall will lead you to not being able to sleep will lead
1: you to sleeping pills will lead you to i just think that they just you- open another whole can of worms yes. that sure while well, they may be assisting some of your diseases or whatever yes it is i'm sorry i don't want to I, I hate calling them diseases but essentially that's what they are well they may be treating
0: illnesses whatever or- the illnesses,
1: illnesses yeah um they may be also opening up another can of worms. And I genuinely believe that it's really, 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 really rough to get yourself out of a tough spot. Yeah, But I also do believe that it's very doable. Yes. And I agree with you because medicating can be tough. I mean, I've been medicated in the past for everything I just mentioned. And I did not feel good. And then when you try to stop to take some of these meds, it causes almost like a withdrawal, like you're in genuine drugs. Yeah. And so to me, it's like, we're still so premature. We're still trying to understand a lot of the human brain and what it truly is. But think about, yes, yes. Pero yo pienso que tienes que aprender aprenderte a ti misma I have to, know, to learn, learn. Yes, yourself exactly and I've been
0: working on that mm-hmm. think about it Michelle we talked mm-hmm. about the microbiome we talked about everything he was saying food first of all food is medicine mm-hmm. Um, and what you put in your body is medicine right but people are getting the same medicine for a disease or an illness that is affecting their physiological body mm-hmm Differently, yeah. And I have a fundamental understanding that my body, my cells, my blood type, my bones—everything about me—is so distinct, intricate, yeah. and different mm-hmm. that something like Adderall or Ritalin may assist me, but mm-hmm. it could fuck me up in a very different way. You
1: know that you. So you'd, I yeah. want to
0: learn. What I really want to do is, I want to try the medication yeah to develop strong habits habits strong enough like going pee and going
1: to the bathroom and fucking (laughs) literally like brushing my teeth and like drinking look yo pienso en mi experiencia is like this is just me okay this is just my opinion please i hope you people out there don't judge me pero eh, tomar más tequila <laughs> Tequila solves all your now issues, Now I know why bro. Mexicans
0: are alcoholics, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, Mexicans are probably
1: going yeah. through depression, anxiety, and, and then fucking they're like alcohol just Kind of helps. <laughs> bro. No, 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 it's broma. But in all seriousness, I do feel that. So here's the thing. Um, I just felt like when I was taking or I was con- smoking out of like puff bars or um you know I never got into cigarettes I mainly got into like not even vaping it was more like the puff bars or the jewel yeah um I felt like I was willed enough to when I said enough is enough and that was it I could put it down and I have a strong willpower to say enough is enough because whatever. I felt a lot of anxiety. I felt like what kind of helped alleviate some of that stress and some yeah. of that was just taking a little bit of that puff bar, um, or that minty flavored deliciousness. Yeah. And then, okay. <laughs> be like, all right, we're good. All right. I feel that oh, yeah. lightheaded and I yeah. feel uh, more at ease. Right. But then I also felt like whenever I wanted to quit that habit, I had enough willpower to be like enough is enough and to this and- day I, I you know i haven't i just went through a small period of time but i feel that when you give someone medication and you introduce that substance into your body is mas difícil de, 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 detaching yourself from the substance because i feel like it's not just your mind so it's for, your your body for me And this is something that I learned
0: about myself. Yeah. When there is an obligation, and this is literally the conversation. If you can reflect back on our podcasts where I don't respect myself enough, right? This idea of me not respecting myself enough to being structured and habitual. It's not necessarily just me not respecting myself. It's a chemical imbalance that's going on in my body that doesn't allow in my brain that doesn't allow me to be, Become habitual and develop these habits
1: mm-hmm. going
0: pee literally physical things sneezing coughing these things that you have to do right mm-hmm. structure is something that i crave obligation is something that develops structure
1: mm-hmm.
0: when i have a job i am very responsible to my job when, i am do loyal. you think that
1: once you have that higher power to like respond to like for example your boss your job when i have my boss
0: my job i am a reliable person i am a respect i'm a a respectful person Mm -hmm. i show up Mm -hmm. i put in the work i'm a hard-working person and it's all because of how i was raised is what kind of keeps you on check how we were raised yeah so i'm like you said i'm learning about myself and how i can help my own habits habits but i feel like maybe trying a, a certain dose of this medication could help me develop these habits that will be strong enough to maintain where I can veer off of the medication mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. I do not have an addictive personality.
1: I don't. And you don't either because I don't know. Pero yo siento como por ejemplo, I've heard of instances yeah. where people go into medication y se salen de la med- de la medication. And it's really hard on them and impactful on their the body. Medication? Yeah, to the point where they
0: now rely, Michelle. But that's a dependent. That's a, they create a
1: dependency. Yeah. I genuinely believe. But okay, so I'm people not a, out there. I'm, so think think about this. Okay, Do you guys yes. think that? And maybe some folks out there can support this. Um, actually, medically with research and stuff like that. Do you think that your body actually depends? on um because not so much mentally because when we're talking about mental stuff is exactly what I was talking about the puff bar being able to just puff it and then have it create the good habits and then to it where you would be like good to you I'm good. See, like, I sent this? Yeah, oh, so yeah, yeah. I puffed it. I feel good. I'm. It's. It's. I'm good. And, and then whenever I feel like I'm mentally okay, que, que ya no me where I could just be like, "Thank you, Puff Bar, for what you've done for me." But I am done with you, and then just being able to go, maybe perhaps even cold turkey, because that's what I've done with that's the puff bars. That
0: independent personality that you have, and I, correct, I genuinely do not have. If I can depend on you, yeah. I will. If there is any instance where you do not. Where I do, I no longer feel comfortable mm-hmm. enough
1: to depend on you. I will not depend on you. But th- what do you guys think? Do you guys think that for those that pay, maybe perhaps you have an addictive personality that you're going to be able to friends. just lay yeah. lay off that medication as soon as, you, like you say, you you feel that you're going to be like, okay, I'm good. I think I can be like done with this medication. Or do you guys think that? you can be like cold turkey for me personally, when I was in this medication, that's exactly what I was afraid of because I'm like, okay, this puff bar, I have control over medication. I don't know. Cause that's, I feel like this medication is above me. Yeah. It's now messing with my chemical, um, it's brain shifting, structure. Well, it's shifting some of the things. So now yes. let's just say the minute that I lay off this medication, Am I gonna go back to where I was, and so then, therefore, even though unwillingly, now you've developed this dependency, even though you didn't like it, and unwillingly because of the fact that you don't have control over that. But uh, do you guys know
0: what I mean? I understand exactly what you're saying, and I feel like there is a, a there's a counter, there's a genuine counter. To everything we've been talking about for the yeah. last 20 it minutes. Why is being someone who has ADHD such a bad fucking thing? It isn't. It genuinely to you, but to society, it's something that needs to be medicated. Right? So for me, I've learned, I didn't fucking know that it's yeah. scientifically, I didn't know that I had it or whatever. Right. And I could, I'm getting a second opinion. I'm gonna go, you know. Seeking right, free mental health aware all of these things right. So I'm I'm pursuing. I'm not going to settle for one thing. Right. I'm not going to settle for one news outlet. I'm not going to settle for one, one diagnostic. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely seeking. I got blood work done. I'm I'm working on seeking a second opinion, mm-hmm. but I'm. As I'm analyzing everything mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about, fuck, maybe this is why I am that I, I, the way that <laughs> I am. Maybe this is why I am the way Shit. that I am. Maybe all this time it was just scientifically I had ADHD. Uh-huh. And normally for me it's just, it's tita, right? But I feel like there's also a societal, a historically societal thing to mental illness of like, oh, you have ADHD. You are seen as someone who has a deficiency. Mm-hmm you are deficient because your brain is not operating nor normally so that's that fucking can you imagine the clash that's going on in my brain i'm like zoned out i was telling her i literally feel dead inside right now i sometimes i sometimes (laughs) i normally feel dead inside but this past since that doctor's appointment I've
1: been just you feel like you're on to something finding a solution to what you feel is conflicting inside of you. I am
0: identifying a fucking problem you're that I finally I've always finding out. Had a hypothesis that there was something abnormal about the way that I thought. Right. And there's so many people that don't even fucking understand that they might have this type of issue. Mm-hmm. A- issue. Mm-hmm. Me calling it an illness, a disease, an issue. Mm-hmm. I feel like humans are human beings. I mean, our human brains are different. just so yeah. like,
1: they're so complicated, complicated to understand. Yes. And we're yes. still in a process of understanding our own human, human brains. Human, yeah. <laughs> human, human, <laughs> human, human brains that yeah. were as time for progresses and as yes. like technology advances, we're learning so much, but, Um, I feel like we genuinely, you opened up this kind of can of worms in a way for everybody out there who might be feeling exactly the same way that you may be feeling. And and then they they may be feeling misunderstood or what the, what is going on? You know, like, why do I feel this way? Why do I have this lack of attention span? Why is it that I feel this way? Why is it that I struggle when I take a test? Why is it that I have to read this question about six to seven times and not fully understand? Because you know that you're not stupid inside. But I feel like some people, by the way
0: that they're raised, they probably do feel stupid.
1: No, but by the way, you're a brilliant person. And so sometimes I feel like I'm a baddie a veces (laughs) so yo me siento como un baddie period po y como que a veces como este sentimiento de baddie que cargo yeah con a veces my actions or some feelings that sometimes creep up on me como si fueran weeds like the ones that you can't get rid of yeah then you're like deep down you know that you're a baddie and deep down you know you are capable why is it That all this cloudiness is overtaking your shine. Yeah. Is a way that I could describe it. Yeah. Because deep down you're like, there has to be something else going on. And for the longest time, I just, it was in the back of my
0: brain and I didn't have an understanding. So I studied political science in college. Right. I wrote papers, Mm -hmm. which I excelled in. I'm an, I'm an amazing improviser. Exactly. I know. You kill. it. I fucking King. know my strengths. She and fucking I know,
1: graduated from UC Davis. And I know my weaknesses.
0: Mm-hmm. And I graduated from fucking UC Davis probably with having ADHD and not even knowing it. And so as I'm thinking about the LSAT and when I pursued the LSAT and the standardized testing aspect of it, it was always so difficult. And I fucking paid hella money and I invested so much time and so much energy and I just couldn't fucking get it right. Mm -hmm. And me not understanding that I genuinely had this fucking thing that was going on in my brain. It really bothers me that I didn't question this before. Mm -hmm. And me being like the educated person that I am, it really bothers me that I didn't ask myself, Hey, how are you? Like Mm -hmm. check in on myself, like wired. I always thought it was my normal. Mm -hmm. I always thought that me being energetic and crazy and wild and fucking like this free bird and free soul was my my normal. Mm -hmm. But when you, when you know, and you understand that there's accommodations that you can, you can have in school, correct time and a half, there is fucking things that you could literally you can get in your benefit.
1: As time progresses that we've learned that these things actually exist, there are things
0: that can accommodate. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's really not that you're just, you're, you're privileged. And I see, oh, I'm, I don't want to seem like I'm privileged. I don't want to seem like I'm better than anybody else for getting this time and a half. No, it's genuinely that you have this problem. and
1: And sometimes you feel bad because I felt the same way. For example, there were times when I was physically diagnosed with PTSD. I was told that I can get more um, time in testing and that I could get more um, leniency on certain things. Internally, I never asked my teacher to see if there was any way possible where I can take extra time or anything like that because I didn't want to make it seem like I was trying to... Be above others, anybody, or that I was trying to use that as an excuse, and that does not. No, like it's there for a reason. I get it. Pero como que tú misma intern intern internally, you don't fucking deserve it. Yeah, exactly. I I feel that. Like you don't deserve the help exactly i'm just like no i could do it just like everybody else i at least that's how i felt and
0: i felt like that too yeah and it's like oh i don't i don't deserve this i come from privilege my parents they give they've helped me with everything yeah i've had a home i've had jobs i've been able to get work and it's this genuinely this fundamental idea of privilege Mm -hmm. that i feel like i have and people look at me and they're like you're a woman, you're a Latina, you're first gen. You are so underprivileged, you don't even know it.
1: Yeah. And it's like,
0: bitch, it's my underprivilege that has shaped me to be mm-hmm. the woman that I am mm-hmm. today. Yeah. And but, and there I mean, I I that's the literally the way that I can fucking put Right. It. Yeah. But but that mentality, Michelle, it really it doesn't help when you have mental health issues. Yeah. It fucking it 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 puts everything aside. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, gracias, pero ya, ya me ayudaron lo suficiente, or gracias, mm-hmm. ya me dieron lo suficiente. You have that mentality and that idea mm-hmm. of muchas gracias con esto basta.
1: Yeah, like you're. It, I don't need. It, I don't need it anymore. I,
0: I'm good. Thank you so see. much. Like this is too see, much. See,
1: see. That you you don't you don't think about these things that you actually deserve more that you're entitled to more i don't feel or like that the,
0: exactly same <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel the same and i think it's a big part of our fucking culture culture yeah and i think that when like, my that kids it's okay. are born and when my kids come up and are raised and all of these things i'm gonna be genuinely focused on how are you how are you feeling mm-hmm. you need to work hard See? you need to fucking bust your ass but also are you good
1: yeah check in easy it is a real thing Um, you know what are some of you like share with us like what is some of your like experiences what are your thoughts are you perhaps going through any of what we're going through and yeah. what is your story Um, as yeah. we basically wrap up you know the the episode pretty much what are some of your experiences what is it that you're going through how do you feel and um do you feel the same way as us or is it just us i don't know i i'm pretty sure there's others out there i'm pretty sure there's like more more out there yeah but it was kind of like a weird episode (laughs) kind of like like, okay, we've done so much, but, but like, guys, here we are today.
0: I feel like you guys are experiencing like my thought process
1: of what yeah. I'm going through, just like. Más aparte que la pandemia ha hecho mucha gente reflexionar a lot of things.
0: Yeah, I really think that too. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm like, you're so busy. As Americans, we're fucking waking up. We're like, como zoom, que? zoom,
1: zoom, 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 zoom. Hay mucho en lo que tú dices, wow, I really bypassed a lot of things yes and now that the yes. pandemic hit and now that i've had you more have- like time with myself not that i've taken time work isn't all i realized that i don't have i that i have work and then maybe i have a life i've realized that i have a life and i happen to work which is huge and yes. there's just a lot of things that you know you're like okay maybe i didn't like we were talking about this with spencer and elizabeth like you don't come to this earth so that you can work the majority of your life no stuff like no, that you fucking don't and I feel like there are just so many different issues and so many different topics and stuff like that that I just don't want to open up another thing because again this is just basically a we're trying to wrap up our episode but um we we're here we are coming back to you guys yeah. with another episode of like a bunch of like emotions and um you know with a really full heart of things that we really have going on that we just are so eager to share with you guys. Yeah. But we also want to see if there's anybody out there as well that can identify with what we're going through Yeah, and what she's going through. And so if to, anybody knows, yeah. me, for everybody that knows me, that's been watching our
0: episodes, you know, my personality, you know how I am. <laughs> it was a HDH ADHD <laughs> probably was ADHD. With a combination of just my personality. Yeah. Crazy but she's a wild. badass.
1: And but I, I love, love her. I, but I don't
0: mind. I mean, I genuinely like, it's kind of like a relief. Yeah. Of being like, bro, I wasn't tripping. <laughs> like, I wasn't even tripping. At the enough. end of all things, At, at out. the end of the day. There's I, an explanation. I knew there was something a little bit off about me. <laughs> But now that I'm just being, I'm in this headspace where mm-hmm. I'm overthinking everything. Yeah. Well, and I can guarantee you and I promise you that a month from now, two months from now, three months where from you're now. You're going to be in a different spot. I'm going to be in a very different headspace.
1: So where are you guys at? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you guys feeling? Yes. What, is it Please comment, yeah.
0: like, share, follow, share. We really everything. appreciate. If you genuinely enjoyed this episode, yeah. we really hope that you can like be honest with us and open up to us and let us us. know exactly chat with us about it
1: but thank you so much you guys we We really love you you. here's another episode you guys comment share let us know follow
0: we know you have a lot of followers (laughs)
1: fucking share that shit have everybody follow
0: us we love you
1: thank you